Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. I think it's pretty fair to say that men and women usually don't think about emotional connection in the same way, and that can be a hurdle for a newly married couple to learn to get over. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley, and to play some sort of a game show, we've got Erin, Greg's wife here. She's going to spill all the secrets, talk about all the her... No. Erin uh, is a counselor and an author, and she, she and Greg speak together a lot at marriage events, and um, I'm so glad to have you in the studio with us, uh, the both of you. Yeah, super fun. I'm excited. Now, we're going to hear today from Pam and Bill Farrell, who are uh, terrific authors and speakers. They've written a great book about intimacy in marriage. It's called Red Hot Monogamy, and here they are talking with Jim Daly. The early years of marriage, let's just go right down the, the life cycle Early years of marriage, red-hot monogamy. How does a young couple, no kids in the home, mm-hmm. what should they be doing to uh, make sure that they protect their relationship? Well, I think one of the most important things is to have enough time for red-hot romance. And that, it, there's it's, an acrostic. It's an acrostic that helps people. So the T is for 10 or 20 minutes a day to connect, which this is primarily a skill us guys need to work on. Because, again, we don't communicate this way. 10 or 20 minutes. Yes. And that's just checking in. It's not Touch problem base. solving. It, it's you walking in and say, honey, how you doing? How was your day? Okay, because again, I would not communicate with you two guys this way. I would not call you every day. Hey, John, just checking in. You know, how you doing? Oh, just that's see- so kind of you. Thank you for calling. Yeah, like I might call them and say, hey, you're going you're gonna to slay any giants today. <laughs> but we just don't do the checking in thing. But then right. when we get married, we have to add that skill to our life. And I do want to tell the guys who are listening, I have negotiated this down. Yeah, I asked Pam, I said, Pam, for you to operate your absolute best, how much time would you want every day just visiting with one another? Well, like in a perfect world, yeah, like vacation, you doing your best? That maybe 90 minutes 90 a day. minutes. Well, uh, you know, every perfect day. world. Perfect world. Okay, so I've got it down to 10 to 20. Okay, okay so we've well negotiated done. it What's down. What's the secret there? Um, the, the secret <laughs> is you just do it. You know, again, as guys, we just practice it. Um, the more you practice it, the better you get at it. Do you do that uh, if you come home from the office? Do you do it right there? You know, the best um, thing is for every couple to look for their prime time, 10 great. to 20 minutes. Because for some couples, it'll be first thing in the morning over a cup of coffee. Um, what's coming up in your day? How can I pray for you? Um, sometimes it is a drive time, maybe drive to work together. Um, sometimes it's meeting at lunch for that quick lunch. Um, if you happen to work in the same vicinity because um, the kids are all taken care of. Um, or sometimes it's right when he walks in the door and you get the kids busy and you have that first debriefing. But it's uh, not while you're doing something. I can't be yeah. shaving and then say, well, tell me how you're doing. Right well, now. actually, if there's no kids around and it's quiet in your bathroom, that may be yeah. part of the prime time because okay. um, you're both looking in the mirror. You can see each other's eyes. So you can kind of give a little bit of leeway. So that's um, one of that the rules, way. see each other's eyes, looking other's at eyes. each other. Yeah, that's yeah. important. That's good. And the end of the night is the last one. Maybe um, before you go to bed, praying, how was your day, and checking in. That's another opportunity. The I is for invest in a weekly date night. Like this is something you want to start when you first get married and you never want to give it up. Mm-hmm. Now the date night changes as time goes on. Sometimes you date at home. But as a young couple, you want to date every week. Right. And in Red Hot Monogamy, those, uh, some of those 200 ideas are free or nearly mm-hmm. free ideas because we know that in an economy such as ours, um, 
or if you're a young family struggling on one income because you want mom to one of the parents to be there for the kids, sometimes money's tight. And so that's what Bill and I were like when we were newlyweds. Um, and he was a youth pastor. We had one budget and it was small. <laughs> and um, so we decided a lot of these dates need to be at home. So we had this tradition on Thursday night. That was our date night. The kids had the privilege of going to bed early and they could play with the Thursday night toy box. And those toys couldn't be played with any other time but Thursday night and they could stay up on their bed playing with those toys as long as they wanted to as long as they didn't get off the bed and you know what those all of our kids were really great very cooperative I was going to say did that always work it pretty much did because we had to establish it first the, yeah. and once we got it established once the rule then, was <laughs> if you get off the bed your toys are gone once they clued into that they really cooperated really well and so Thursday nights became something the whole family looked and they grew to. up normally they did. They're great guys. Yeah. They don't, they're not sitting on a bed somewhere waiting for a toy. Every Thursday night. Every Thursday night, yeah. Some great ideas to occupy the kids so you can have some real heart connection, some one-on-one time. Greg, that is really an important aspect of the marital relationship. And I wonder how many newly married couples get how important it is. Because I didn't get it. And I think one of the best things that I've learned about marriage is that familiarity is very seductive, but very harmful to a marriage. What do you mean by that? We all love routine. So the longer that I've been with Aaron, the more I feel like I know her. I'm used to the routine. You know, think about it. We all love to sit in the same church pew. We love to order the same thing at a restaurant. There's something seductive. Actually, our brains are hardwired to to go towards routine. Hmm. The problem is that in marriage, we're always changing. So if part of my goal is to settle into what's familiar and stay in routine, what I miss is the truth that Aaron is constantly changing. Mm. And I need to be committed to learning and staying current and and updated. There's a way in which that I have to remain curious about my wife. Or the risk is that I miss that. And all of a sudden, I don't really know what's going on in her life. I think I do, but I won't. So, Aaron, has he changed since you got married? Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's better, completely a, a different yeah. person. More handsome, smarter, yes. all that stuff. I feel like I've been married to four different men, no. but it's all Greg. <laughs> and, but it is so true what yeah. he's saying, that curiosity is key because then we do keep updated. We keep current on what is going on within our spouse's life and what is the latest. And so we, we like to follow what we call a 10-minute rule, that it's important to have at least 10 minutes of that deep inner life conversation each and every day. And what I love about it is it doesn't have to be 10 minutes consistently because people out there that have kids, small kids, you know, they're like, we don't get 10 minutes alone. No way. You know what? It's great if you can get 10 minutes at the same time together. But if it's, you know, two minutes here, two minutes on the phone and two minutes when somebody arrives home, great. So just grab it, grab that time as you can. Yes. All right. So l- let's address the couple that is thinking, golly, we haven't been married very long. We're already kind of in that routine thing. What are some scripts they can use to start to have that 10 minute uh, meaningful time? You know, it's it's continuing to let the your spouse know, hey, I really want to know what what's stressing you out right now? What's the high of your day? What's the low of your day? You know, just asking those those questions intentionally yeah. to show that, you know what, I want to know you. I want to be interested in what's going on in your inner life, in your heart. 
in those deeper, more connecting things. It's the intimacy. It's what builds the intimacy within our relationship. Yeah, come to our website, focusonthefamily.com slash marriage, and just type in conversation starters. And we've got an article that gives hundreds of really fun questions that you can ask when you're kind of stealing those 10 minutes. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, that's the uh, the main website for the marriage outreach here at Focus on the Family, and we would welcome you uh, swinging by there. We do have a copy of the Farrell's book, Red Hot Monogamy. Um, hit the podcast site for that and other related resources to this topic. Make a donation if you can, and we'll send a complimentary copy of the Farrell's book, and we'll link over there in the show notes. Well, next time, Erin's going to join us again as we talk about making time for your spouse when you have young kids. She kind of alluded to it here, but we'll unpack that a little bit more. For now, on behalf of Greg and Erin and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.